I don't know if this sounds familiar at all, but does day-to-day life sometimes feel like a battle? A battle to get through the to-do list, a battle to lose weight, a battle to keep up with work, a battle to just push through to the next weekend. I feel like this is where we've been for a really long time, but that everything that's happened since the start of 2020 and continues to happen has just amplified this. I know that during the lockdown, so many people were absolutely sure that they were going to take a simpler approach to life afterwards, keep some of the slower pace of life that they got used to. And yet now we're on the other side, it feels like we're moving faster than ever the fight continues to get more and more intense. And the thing is that no one is coming to save us on this one. No one's going to step in and sort it all out for us and make it all better. But maybe there are some things we can do for ourselves that might help us to find ways of fighting less and enjoying more while creating a bit more space in our busy lives. Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness podcast, bringing you a weekly dose of fitness and wellness inspiration as we explore together how to get motivated and create a realistic and achievable way to stay active within a busy life while stepping away from guilt and the diet roller coaster for good. Together, we'll unpack some of the myths and unhelpful messages from the traditional fitness and diet industry so that you can find a better, kinder, more helpful way to fit exercise and wellness strategies into your life, improve your confidence, and feel amazing. I'm your host, women's fitness and wellbeing coach, Alex Hubble founder of ChickFit, mum of two, and a firm believer that exercise and eating well can go hand in hand with chocolate, wine, and lots of rest to create a happy life. You can find out more about me at chickfit.co.uk or head to my social media channels at alexchickfit. Hello, hello. I am back. Another week, another episode. Great to have you here. And I am so looking forward to diving into today because I think that this is a really, really important conversation for us to have today. I also want to share the competition with you, the November competition, which is still going. You've still got a little bit of time, not long, but a little bit of time to join in because this competition is running until the end of November when I'm going to be drawing the winner. And the winner is going to receive a two session package with me. You can do it via Zoom as well as in person. And what we're going to do is we're going to spend two sessions together, like really nailing down your goals, nailing down what it is that you want to achieve and helping you to make a plan that is really doable for you. So we're going to sit down, we're going to talk through everything, we're going to really break it down and make sure you've got a really doable, actionable plan for yourself. And then in the second session, we're going to start taking the action. So we're going to do a personal training session together. And that can look however you want it to, however you need it to as well, because we're going to either introduce you to weights maybe, or do a mobility session if you think that that needs a little bit of work, or just get you started and get you feeling motivated again. So this is an amazing package that you can win. All you've got to do, and you've got two options for entering the competition, is either give me a review. So log into your, wherever you listen to your podcast and give me a review. Take a screenshot of that and then just email it to me at alex, that's A-L-I-X, at chickfit.co.uk and you'll get an entry into the competition. The second way you can do it is by sharing the podcast via your Instagram or your Facebook stories. Tag me into it at Alex Chickfit. That's A-L-I-X Chickfit so that I can see that you've done that. And yeah, go out, share it with your friends, make sure they come and listen as well so that we can really spread the word on that. You have got until the end of November to join in with that competition and to enter. So make sure you go ahead and do that right now. Right, let's get into this thing. So 
an important conversation to be had this week. This is all about the fight. And I think that many of us at the moment, and for quite some time probably, have felt like we've been in a bit of a fight. And it's quite a bruising one as well, isn't it? And, you know, life just feels hard for a lot of us right now. There are a lot of things going on to concern us, lots of things that feel like a struggle, and also a lot of things that feel really, really far out of our control. And I think, you know, we've been battered over the last few years, haven't we, with everything that has gone on. And it felt like just as we were starting to get back to normal, we've been dealt yet more crap to deal with. And, you know, the sad reality of it is that for many of us, all of this stuff is being piled on top of a nervous system that is already dysregulated. And I will go on to talk about what that actually means in a bit and how that might show up for you. But, you know, the truth is a lot of us were already on the brink. A lot of us were already burnt out. A lot of us were already very stressed and dealing with a lot in our lives. And then all of this stuff has happened. We kind of got through the pandemic. And, you know, and I do actually think that having those enforced lockdowns was helpful to people. It gave people a bit of space to, you know, not have to be out and about all the time, to not have to, you know, worry about all of those socialising and going to meetings and all of this kind of thing. It For sure, it had its own issues, you know, I'm not saying that, but I think that it made us think a little bit about the balance in our lives. And so it was actually quite a good thing, but it's almost like we've just come out of the other end of it and forgotten all of that. And we've just gone ahead and gone back to life as normal, but then piled a load more stuff on top of it as well. And I think, you know, collectively we're all in survival mode and collectively we've all been in survival mode for a really bloody long time. You know, we're on in that high alert state. So one of two things is happening. Either we're spending a lot of time in fight or flight mode. So like I say, we're fighting and we're battling and we're like holding on with, you know, the tips of our fingers to everything and everything feels like really precarious and like it's going to collapse any minute. Or flight mode where we just literally want to run away. We just don't want to have to deal with it anymore. We do not want to have to deal with all of the stuff that is coming at us in day-to-day life. Or maybe we've actually just frozen and we don't know what to do with ourselves and we are just literally in a place of like, I literally don't know what to do. I'm so frozen. I don't know where to start. We end up in kind of procrastination mode. We don't know what to do for the best. We don't know what to do next. And, you know, it's like I say, there's loads and loads of stuff that's been going on anyway. But then, you know, let's have a look at what was going on even before that, you know, financial pressures for a lot of people and financial pressures to do with childcare, particularly, you know, the childcare situation in the UK is where it costs an awful lot of money. You know, for a lot of women, they have to make the choice between, you know, being able to go back to their careers and build their careers and do something they love, but knowing that they will earn very little, if any, money from that, or deciding that they're going to stay at home and look after their child and the implications that come with that. And, you know, for a lot of women, that is not an easy choice to make. In fact, it's a really, really hard choice to make because, you know, we have got used to having careers. We have got used to, you know, progressing. We've got used to being in that work environment and we want to be there but we want it to be flexible and it's not always flexible. Work is not always flexible. Childcare is not always flexible. Childcare is very expensive and we've had to deal with that for a really long time. We have to deal with the fact that work life is just not set up for modern life. Okay, so the way that work life works in this 40-hour week, in this, you know, Monday to Friday, nine to five, that's great if you've got somebody at home looking after everything. If you've got somebody at home who's going to do the shopping and think about what's for dinner that night and get the washing done and keep the house clean and do all of those things. If you've got somebody at home to do that for you, 
then it makes it much easier to focus on your work. It makes it much easier to be able to separate the two things out as well, to separate that work life and that home life. But the truth is that for many families these days, you've got both parents working. And life is not set up for that. Work life is not set up for that. And yet we still expect people to work in a way that is just not realistic. We're expected to parent in a way that is hard and we're expected to work in a way that is hard. And we're expected to do both of those things with very, very little time to do it. Obviously, we've all had to deal with this homeschooling and having kids at home over the last couple of years. Obviously, it's back to normal now, but you know, I still think that the shadow of that remains for some of us. And the shadow of illness and ongoing health concerns. I know that there might be some of you out there who are suffering with things like long COVID, which, you know, is a real issue in this country and in a lot of countries around the world, in fact. And, you know, dealing with those ongoing health concerns and all of that. And I think as well, it feels to me like, you know, certainly in the perimenopause and menopause space that I'm, you know, working in much more these days is that a lot of women are finding that they're getting hormonal symptoms that are more pronounced than they might have been before. Like, because we're so stressed and because we've had to deal with so much over the last couple of years, it's added on top of everything. And it means that our hormones are not functioning well. Because when we're stressed, when we're in fight and flight mode, when our nervous system is dysregulated, it's very hard for us to balance our hormones. And then, of course, on top of all of that, we pile the pressure on ourselves and society piles the pressure on us to look a certain way as well and to set way too much store by how we look and what other people think of us. Social media, I am looking at you. Um, And that for sure is like literally another layer. It's like layer upon layer upon layer of stuff that is going on. Like I say, a lot of it is out of our control. A lot of it is out there in the world and it is having an effect on us, on our well-being, on how we feel and on our nervous systems and our well-being as well. So like I say, there is a lot going on, but I don't want you to focus on that because I think that, you know, it's very easy to get stuck in that spiral of like, oh my God, everything's terrible. Everything's awful. You know, there's no way out of this. What are we going to do? We're just going to have to put up with it. But I think there are things that we can do and I'm going to come to that. Now, before I do that, I just want to talk a little bit about what I actually mean by a dysregulated nervous system. So I've talked about it before. It's about being either in fight or flight or in freeze mode. So you are literally always like on the go, always feeling like there's stuff to do, always feeling stressed, always feeling anxious or worried. Or the flip side of that is you're just frozen and you don't know what to do and you are procrastinating and you're not doing things because you just feel like you don't know what to do and you don't know what to do for the best. So that is kind of what that dysregulated nervous system is. But the way that it might look for you, there's sort of lots of different elements of this. And I'm sure, you know, I can relate to some of these, definitely. And I'm sure that you can relate to some of these, if not all of them. So you will know your your nervous system is dysregulated if you are one of those people that says they prefer to be busy. I hear this an awful lot. I Oh, I just prefer it when I'm doing stuff. I, don't, I hate sitting down. I don't like sitting down and doing nothing. I prefer it when I'm on the go. That tends to mean that your nervous system is a bit dysregulated. We should be able to sit and relax and we should be able to enjoy that. And if we can't enjoy that, then that is not ideal. You know it's dysregulated if everything feels urgent. If you're looking at your to-do list and you're like, I need to do all of it. It all feels urgent. There's nothing that can go. I've got to do it all. And 
like every time something happens, it feels urgent. It feels like you've got to do it now and you've got to address it now and it's got to be done. It's got to be ticked off. When you're feeling like that, you are dysregulated. And um, if you feel frustrated and like you're running a million miles an hour and just not getting anywhere, and I definitely feel that sometimes, like I feel like I'm like running through quicksand or whatever, and you're like, I feel like I'm working really hard, but I'm just not getting anywhere. So that's definitely a, a dysregulation there. If your mood veers from one day to the next, you know, you have very pronounced mood swings and one day you're feeling okay. And then the next thing, everything is pissing you off <laughs> and you just cannot seem to get a grip of how you feel and you can't seem to get a grip of yourself and you feel like you're in the worst mood ever. If your mood is veering a lot, then that can mean you're dysregulated. You procrastinate. I said this before, if you're in that free, that place of freeze and you're just like, you don't know what to do for the best. And so you procrastinate and you put things off and you you won't do stuff that's going to move you forward or make things easier for you because you just don't know how to do that. Maybe you feel anxious or on edge a lot of the time. Uh, and I think for sure we've all been there. But if you feel it a lot, then again, that might be dysregulation. Having difficulty sleeping, waking up in the night, worrying about stuff as well. That can be a sign of that. You worry about stuff that's not even happened yet. If you're thinking about stuff that's going to happen in the future and you're, you start to worry about it, it starts to concern you. You worry about what's going to go wrong. Again, that's not a great place to be. If you're struggling to have a bright lookout, bright, bright outlook on everything, if I can get my words out. So you're struggling to kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel and everything feels like it's just hard and you've just got to get your head down and you've just got to keep pushing forward. Um, that for sure is a sign of that. If you can't be alone with your thoughts and feelings, and again, this goes back to not being able to relax. This goes back to, oh, I just prefer it when I'm busy. And sometimes when we say that, it's because we don't like being alone with our thoughts and feelings. We don't like how that feels inside us. And so we fight it by doing, by moving, by keeping going all the time. And then finally, you feel a strong urge to just run away from everything. You feel a strong urge sometimes to just walk out the house and just say, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm done. And I definitely feel that one sometimes. Occasionally, not all the time. So if you're feeling it often, then again, it might be that you are a bit dysregulated. Now, there are probably a million other things that to look out for, but those are some of the main ones for me, some of the main signs that your nervous system is maybe not quite where we want it to be and is not quite in that place of kind of rest and digest. And essentially, you are in the midst of a battle. Everything feels harder than it should. You feel like you're fighting all the time. You feel like everything is an effort you feel like everything is stressful, you feel like everything is urgent, and you feel like you can never find any peace. And a lot of us are in that place. And this also manifests, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, and how you feel about yourself as well. And, you know, for a lot of us, just to pile more pressure on pressure, we're often in a battle with ourselves. You know, that belief that if we were just thinner or we were more toned, it would make us feel better. It would make our lives be okay. And so even our well-being becomes focused on weight loss and how we appear externally. Like a lot of women come to me, they want to exercise because they want to change how they look not necessarily because they want to change how they feel or because they want to address stress, but because they want to change how they look. And so it's that extra layer of not only is everything really hard, not only do I have to contend with all of this stuff that is actually out of my control, I am now battling with my body as well. I'm battling with it and I don't feel like it's good enough and I don't like what I see in the mirror and I am mean to myself and I'm mean about myself and I hate what I see. And, you know, that just is 
you know, that can be the the straw that breaks the camel's back, can't it? We're dealing with all of this other stuff. And then on top of that, we don't feel like we're good enough. We don't feel like we're thin enough. And we're fighting and fighting and fighting with ourselves to change how we look. So it's a lot, isn't it? No wonder that we sometimes or maybe often feel a bit crap. And I, you know, I have started this in maybe a slightly negative way because we've talked about all of the problems, all of the things that you might be feeling if you are dysregulated at the moment, all of the crap, frankly, that's going on in the world and stuff like that. But, but, but there are ways to address some of this. Now, I'm not saying that we can change everything. There's an awful lot of stuff happening externally that we have no control over and we're never going to have control over. You know, unfortunately, we can't control how much childcare costs. We can't control how many hours our employer makes us work. We can't control what is going on in the world right now. We don't have control over that. So we have to take control of what we can. We have to look after what we can. We have to take some of this pressure off ourselves and we have to take ourselves away from the fight. And I know, I know that that sounds easier said than done and it probably is easier said than done. But what I really want you to see today is that there is stuff that we can do. There are positive changes that we can make and it's not going to change everything overnight and it's not going to make everything feel okay all of a sudden but it is gradually going to help us to deal better with some of what's going on. It is going to help us to have a more regulated, nervous response to things when they happen, where we will go briefly into that fight or flight mode, but then we will be able to bring ourselves out of it. And that's the thing. It's not. This is not trying to get rid of all stress from your life. This is not trying to stop everything from happening. This is not trying to change everything that's going on. What I want you to be thinking about is how you can create a situation where you can come more quickly back into a more regulated state, into a calmer place. So that even when you have those moments or those times that feel very stressful and feel heavy, that you can sort of eventually let go of them and come back into that rest and digest place. So you can spend a bit more time in there. And then some of the stuff which right now might feel really hard, might feel like a battle all the time, suddenly when you can take a step back and when you can regulate yourself a bit better, you can look at that thing and it suddenly feels better. It suddenly doesn't feel so hard. It suddenly doesn't feel quite so urgent as it used to. Because when we're in fight and flight, everything feels urgent all of the time. Okay. So we're trying to take some of the urgency out of it and take you into that regulated state a little bit more. And, you know, the thing is, like I said in the intro, no one's going to save us on this one. Nobody is coming to make everything better. You know, and if anything, the pressures just keep mounting, you know, and there doesn't seem to be a lot of will among politicians or employers to actually do very much about it. I'm sure there are some great employers out there and things like that. But, you know, I'd say that the general gist of things is we need to make more money, we need to be more productive, we need to put more pressure on, rather than we need to look after our employees better, or we need to look after our people better. So no one's coming to save us on this. So we're going to kind of have to do some of this for ourselves. And, you know, even though there is a lot out of our control, I think that if we can start to let go of that fight a little bit more, if we can recognise that actually we are fighting at the moment and start to let go of that a little bit, then we can get a bit more of a handle on our nervous system and have a chance of maybe coping a little bit better of what is thrown at us in the future. And like I say, we're all, you know, as I went through that list, there are definitely things that I identify with now 
I've identified with in the past and I'm getting much better at handling my nervous system. But believe me, I have my moments and I have my times where I think, oh my God, I thought I was doing really well and I thought I was feeling very calm and I thought I was sorting all this out. But as it turns out, (laughs) here we go. I'm still dysregulated at times and I still have work to do on that. So I'm still working on it myself as well. But you know, one of the things that I've found is that the more that I've worked on this, like I said earlier, the quicker I bring myself back into that place of calm and that place of, okay, it's going to be all right. And that's where I want us to get to. So how can you actually start to do this? Well, I think the first thing is stop fighting with yourself. You know, start showing yourself a bit more kindness, a bit more grace, a bit more understanding for where you are right now. You know, some of those things that I talked about earlier, it's not our fault that childcare is so hard, for example. It's not our fault that modern working life is not set up for modern working women, okay? That is not our flipping fault. And so if we're struggling to cope with stuff, it's not because there's something wrong with us. It's because there is something wrong with the system. There's a lot wrong with the system, actually, in a lot of ways. You know, that, social media, society's expectations, all sorts of things that I could spend probably hours going on about. But, you know, we need to show ourselves kindness. We have to put up with an awful lot. And I think one of the first things, one of the easiest things you can do, for example, is maybe let go of those expectations of weight loss and thinness. Because, like I say, what what is happening is we've got all of these different things happening and piling up, and then we're just piling that on top of everything else. And it's just another thing to make us feel bad, another thing to make us feel like we're not enough, we're not doing it well enough, we're not doing it in the right way. So just let go of some of that. You've got to let go of some of that. And, you know, the irony of all of that is that the more stressed we are, the harder it is actually for us to lose weight and tone up anyway. So (laughs) if you can learn to let go there, it might actually help you in the long term. It might get you closer to where you want to be. But that's one of those things. It's, It's finding the things that you can let go of, okay? There's some stuff you can't, there's some stuff you can't change, but some stuff like having these very high expectations for yourself around weight loss and thinness, et cetera, we can start to let go of that. We can start to put aside some of this pressure that we're putting on ourselves, some of the fight, some of the battle, because when we are fighting with ourselves all the time, we're fighting every time we look in the mirror, we're fighting every time we put on that pair of jeans that feels a little bit too tight. That feels hard that feels really hard and it's not a nice place to be. Secondly, I've already said this, remember it's not your fault. Modern working life is not designed for modern families. It just isn't, okay? So we just have to work on controlling the controllables. We can't control our workouts. We can't control all of that stuff and crap is going to happen, but we can have a control over our response. So for example, learning that you will never get to the bottom of your to-do list. It's not going to happen. So stop trying. (laughs) Stop fighting with yourself to get to the bottom of the to-do list. Make peace with that and stop letting that fight to get to the bottom of that to-do list stop you from taking better care of yourselves. Sometimes things can wait. Sometimes your well-being is more important than getting that wash on. Sometimes your well-being is more important than scrolling through Instagram and looking at pictures of perfection for half an hour. Okay, so sometimes we need to let go of that and we need to say, actually, I need to do something for me. Because when I do, actually, I become more productive and I get more done anyway. So, you know, we've got to learn to control the controllable and forget the rest. Not forget it, it's going to be there. But because I think what we're trying to do is like, this situation is not a good situation to be in. So I'm going to try and be as in control as I possibly can on everything. And then that is going to help. And it just doesn't. 
sometimes we have to let go of control to bring us back to a place of peace. Breathe. Okay, this is the next tip. So breathing slowly, taking yourself down to six breaths a minute. So one in-breath an out-breath every 10 seconds can switch on our parasympathetic nervous system. So in the space of a couple of minutes, you can very quickly take yourself to a place of rest and digest. So practice that, bring that into your day, learn to breathe, learn that diaphragmatic breath and learn to switch on the parasympathetic system. Because when you do that, the stuff feels better afterwards. If you're in a place of like feeling a bit all over the place, do that and see how you feel afterwards. If you are feeling frustrated, cross, angry, whatever it is, let yourself feel the emotion. Let yourself stew in it for a while. Quite often we try and fight it. We're like, I don't want to feel like this. I'm going to try and escape from it by doing this other thing and by keeping myself busy and by thinking about something else. And it just stays with us and stays with us and stays with us. And it's it's that like low level feeling of like, I'm angry, I'm angry, I'm angry, but you're papering over the top of it. Often what we need to do is allow ourselves to feel the emotion, just allow ourselves to be in it rather than trying to fight it and trying to escape from it. Because when we do this, usually it leaves us a lot quicker and we can also learn from it. When we're not resisting it, we can learn from it. We can ask ourselves, what information is this giving us? You know, what do I need to take from this that is going to help me in the future? And that's certainly something that I have tried to do more of. You know, when I'm feeling in that place of frustration, I'm like, what can I learn from this? What's frustrating me and how do I make sure that that frustrates me less next time? So, you know, you can always take information from that. So what I want to do is I want to help you out there to create more balance in your lives. But I know that for most of us, while we're still battling with ourselves and when we feel like we're always losing that battle, we're going to find it very, very hard to find more balance. We can only do this. We can only find more balance and more peace by giving ourselves grace, by learning to let go of the stuff that we can't control, by just loosening the grip letting go of the fight and just being kind to ourselves and understanding that we are in a pretty tough situation right now and actually have been for a really long time. So give yourself grace. Give yourself grace because if you are fighting with everything that's out there and you are fighting with yourself, you're going to lose every time. So start letting go of the fight particularly that fight with yourself, that fight with, I need to do more, I need to be more, I need to be better. Just let yourself be as you are and who you are right now. And I think that once you can do that, you can find more peace. Maybe not all of the time, but definitely some of the time. And hopefully you already feel like you're maybe breathing a bit deeper right now. Hopefully you feel a little less burdened already having listened to this episode and you feel like, you know, there is, you're identifying some ways that you can already start to let stuff go. Do it a step at a time. It doesn't have to be overnight. Just the little things. Keep bringing yourself back to reminding yourself to have grace or to show yourself grace, to show yourself understanding, to release some of those expectations, to control the controllable try as hard as you can to let go of the rest and you know understand that we are we're all in this together we're all in this together if you are feeling like you're in that place then you you 100% are not alone i'd say that probably about 80% of the population are right there with you right now so you know please don't feel bad if you you feel like you're in a fight and you feel like you're in that battle because you know you are so 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 not alone but 
just the act of listening to this episode and starting to see some of the things that you might be able to do for yourself and some of the things that you might be able to let go of, places where you can let go of the fight, is going to take you a little step ahead, okay? It's going to put you in a better place straight away. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that as always. You can message me via my Instagram account, which is at Alex Chickfit. The link is in the show notes. And of course, you'll also find a link in the show notes to our small business that we highlighted at the start of this episode and to all of my social media accounts, etc., that I would love to see you on. So I hope that's been helpful. I hope that's given you lots and lots of things to think about and some stuff that you can, you know, maybe start letting go of. I was going to say actioning, but I don't want you to action stuff. I want you to let go of stuff right now. So some stuff that you can let go of, some ways in which you can create a bit more calm, a bit more balance in your life in a way that you can spend a bit more time feeling regulated feeling good so let me know what those things are going to be for you and i will see you here again next week thank you so much for joining me today for the busy woman's guide to fitness and wellness don't forget to come over and join me on my social media channels at alex chickfit for plenty more inspiration 